is now serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Holy fuck. (laughs) Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. Oh my gosh, yes, that's right. It's the podcast where we spill and serve all of the tea each and every quarter. Um, (laughs) This is our quarterly update. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Typically, we've done it every week. We took a uh, hiatus the past couple of months. Listen, it's the podcast where we serve the tea each and every almost week. And this week, this week is different. Sorry, I took away your line. It's okay. It's I don't even excited. remember what I was supposed no, to say. No, and, so and this excited. week is no different. Um, yes. And then we have and then a you, lot of tea to spill. Yeah, but no, but no. Then you asked me to like put on the kettle, and then I put on Listen, the kettle. Can I put? We on have a we have a lot of tea to catch up on. We have a lot of tea to discuss. There's a huge serving waiting here for us and all of our listeners. So, Chris, would you please immediately put the kettle on? Not sooner. (laughs) (laughs) Tea is like, this is awesome. Jess, this has been so hot. (laughs) Piping hot. Okay, there's been so much. So, right before we started recording, um, you were like, when was the last episode that we actually recorded? Mm -hmm. I thought it was a little bit, I didn't think this gap was so long. It was May 31st when we last published our, our, our last episode. It's been crazy. Yeah, and I think we should talk a little bit about that because we intentionally took a hiatus at first. Yes, (laughs) at first we did. We did because our last recorded episode between you and I was about centered on the Black Lives Matter movement and just um, all of those Mm -hmm. demonstrations that were happening at the time, which have since tapered off a bit. But I think the conversation is still happening, which is really important. And we really wanted to be able to pass the mic. Yes. Yep. To say, you know, um, and we didn't feel that we had anything that important to contribute to the conversation. There were already so many people who were having the conversation that we just thought we should, you know, project those voices. Absolutely. Yes. And and also for our own personal development and time of reflection for us to really consider how we've been complicit, how we can do mm-hmm, better, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and just to really take some time to yeah do all of that. And well said, Jess. To be one thing that I think I want to point out again too, if you go to our our Twitter at um, Now Serving PC, um, we listed a bunch of podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. I would highly mm-hmm. recommend listening to them or like going back and referencing that like um, mm-hmm. so many incredible podcasts. But yeah, like you said, like this is also so great to like take time, reflect. Um, and it's been awesome. I, I, I've missed this so much, though. This is like I, I was so I'm so pumped to like to record again. This is cool. This is great. And our fans yeah. have missed us. Our fans have missed us. The reach outs, the love, the fan mail I've been getting. I know. I we have received a lot of fan mail. And, you know, like I said, it was really important for us to take that time to reflect. And then I think when we were doing that, we just got, got so accustomed to not recording that yes. we just haven't recorded anything since because of life and, 
you know, I think unprecedented is the year or the word of the year because <laughs> we're in such an unprecedented time. Um, and things have just changed so quickly in yes, so many yep, ways. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Jess, you, I am so proud is the word that comes to mind. Uh, mm-hmm. but I'm so proud of you for what you're doing. Uh, I think it's so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. The, the FOMO is, is so real. Tell everyone what you're doing right now and where you are. Like if, if you're, I think you're able to, but yeah, what tell, please share what you're doing. This is so cool. I am currently residing. I have a residency, much like Cher, J-Lo, and all of the other great divas of Las Vegas. I have a residency in a tiny village called Killarney, which is in the North Channel of the Georgian Bay here in Ontario. It's like an old fishing town. It's beautiful. Um, Population 300. It is one of the most stunning places you can ever visit. And um, so I'm here. And and do you want me to give the backstory? I think you should. And honestly, too, like, pictures don't do it justice. It is such... No. It, it, there's such, like, um, a, a vibe is what's coming over. Like, there's such mm-hmm. a vibe there. Like, it's so calming. It's so... Uh, I, I'm, I'm so jealous. I can't believe you're recording from there right now. But yeah, tell the backstory. I think it's so cool. So when the pandemic happened, obviously, everybody's world got turned upside down. And I really felt myself longing for and just I think I think the pandemic really shifted for many of us what's important to us and really Mm -hmm. helped us to refocus on what's important. And I really found myself missing and craving that connection to the outdoors. It's always been such a big part of who I was growing up. And I think, you know, as we get so bogged down with the day-to-day of commuting, traveling, vacations, dinners, this and that, and then, you know, with full global lockdowns happening, we all kind of stopped and paused and remembered what's important to us. And I think for me, it was like, I need to get out of the city. I usually live in Toronto. It was wonderful, don't get me wrong, um, because I live with my cousin, her husband, and her two children. The world's tiniest landlords. The teeniest, and I would I would say sassiest landlords of all time. Um, That's quite the title. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they would have learned this from, but that's okay. Um, and and that, was, that was a great experience. I feel really lucky to have been surrounded by family at a time like that. Mm-hmm. However, I just found myself wanting to leave the house. I think like we all did. Oh my like, gosh. Just yeah. feel the sun on my face yeah, and yeah. whatnot. So one of my really good friends, Tyler, came to work up here in Killarney. And the way that I know Tyler is we worked together 12 years ago when I was in university. He was a teen at the time. He was 17. Oh, my God. (laughs) Going on 18. (laughs) And I was 21. And uh, we I was working at there's a wilderness resort up here, which is where I'm actually going. recording this podcast from right now and i was bartending there and he was um like a busser or something like that in the restaurant anyway we came we became fast friends we've been really good friends ever since he came up here and i was like is there any way i can come visit you and he's like of course you can stay in my dad's trailer so i had my own kind of like 
area and mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. to, you know, come in contact with other people and whatnot. And I just, being up here and, like, feeling the sun on my face, the wind in my hair, my toes in the water, I couldn't, I had a visceral reaction. I just could not go back to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and given that I can work remotely, well, I've been working remotely since March, um, mm-hmm. Like you know, I just said, why can't I just work remotely up here? So a number of things had to fall into place, which they did. <laughs> <laughs> but this is so and cool though. Like, you, like you, but so yeah, you're, you're, you're at the, the, the residence of, of, of the lodge there. Like it's, it's so, that's yeah. so awesome. Jess. So of course, because I'm a really big believer in if you want something to happen, you have to tell every single person about it. So, mm-hmm. for example, like when I came up here, every local that I used to know that's still here, they're like really good salt of the earth people. I was like, does anybody have a cottage they're renting out, a boat? I don't know, like somewhere that I could stay for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I just need a getaway. It's been a tough year for everybody. Yep. And um, sure enough, Tyler was like, I'm sure you could pay the lodge to stay there. And I was like, well, I, I did look into this. And, and this is just for clarity. Like, this is where you worked like as a, as a teen or a, a young 20-something. <laughs> yes. And so, this is, and so it's, like, it's like a homecoming in a way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and to make a long story short, because of the sort of well just everything that's happened with the pandemic and how unpredictable it's been they were very understaffed and underprepared for any kind of opening mm-hmm, half mm-hmm. of their property is still closed etc cetera, et cetera. oh really okay so they just had i had thrown it out there saying listen i have some experience in the hospitality industry from approximately a decade ago as you and just as you wondering see, as you're previously aware <laughs> yeah and just wondering if we could come to some kind of agreement anyways long story short i'm working remotely from my, my actual job but on the weekend, I work these like little shifts here and there and I kind of, you know, earn my keep so I can stay here for the foreseeable future. That's so and cool, that's Jess. That. That's so cool. I've told so many people about this um, mm-hmm. because it's like, I, I don't know. I just love that you, you did this for yourself. Like you, like you said, if you want something, you have to go out there and, and just do it. And you did. Um, and what a, what a summer to do this in as well. Like yes. such, such a... Oh, I'm being dramatic, but such a transformational summer. <laughs> like, it really seriously. is one of those. It really is one of those situations where, when you have lemons, and I think life so often gives you lemons, and you're like, okay, how can I make the best of this? We're in a global pandemic. I can't see anybody, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's no way I could ever afford to live up here, like as you know, a guest of of the lodge. So, um, well, it's beautiful and I would say like worth every penny, but like, oh, yeah, absolutely. To, to, like, it's like for, you know, a certain type of clientele yeah. and it's interesting because I remember when I, the last summer I worked here as, as like a young, in my early twenties, when I was in school, I was like, oh my God, this place is so ritzy. It's so nice. I would give anything to come back here and like live here again for the summer. How will I ever do this as an adult? 
I can never afford this. Like at the time I was making, I don't know, $10,000 a year, whatever you make <laughs> as a student, right? So yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my God, how do you... And just coming back to be here with Tyler, who is a really special person to me and for us to have this time together um, and just have the the stillness and the tonic of the wilderness mm -hmm, and just mm -hmm. the peacefulness. And it's kind of like my own little um, eat, pray, love sort of time here. <laughs> I was going to say, this reminds me of a fucking Hallmark movie. Yeah. This is like... A I, Hallmark uh, movie was filmed here, actually. I'm not yeah. surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> In the winter? Was it a, a Christmas holiday? It was a Christmas one? movie, oh, yeah. It, it's so gorgeous here. because You can't even believe... Well, you've been here. Yeah. It's If you haven't been, you must. And maybe I'll just move up here permanently. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's literally what's going to happen. You're going to like... It's going to be like the week before you're, you're set to leave. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you'll find love. Someone will oh, come Jesus. in um, and something will have just happened. I don't know. They'll order a coffee and you'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm here from the big city. I'm leaving tomorrow. And I don't know what will happen. And, and then he's Santa. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. You know what? I wish that kind of shit would happen to me, okay? It and you never get three wishes. You get three way. wishes. But there's something weird about the last wish that it has to be like you give it to someone. Or something. I don't fucking know. It's a movie I would not watch. Not even if you were in it, Jess. I'm sorry. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Fuck's sake. Um, so, yeah, I really recommend to everyone to spend some time outside this summer <laughs> and, like, near the water if you can. Now that it it's almost been, over, yes. It has been such a fantastic experience. I've been up here for a month already. So um, it's awesome. And it's kind of – I just packed, like – two bags and that was it and brought that up with me with my with my laptop and I was like wow and I haven't left the town in a month <laughs> either so I've just been on foot for a month I love it. and um I know, love that you brought your a... mic too I remember when you were like packing like yeah. hey like do I bring my <laughs> mic or like how long is our hiatus and like, mm, this is yeah. fun mm -hmm. Ugh, yeah. I love it yeah think no, about all the places we've recorded wonderful. I know. And is anything new with you? Like, so sorry, what's... that wasn't meant to sound. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck's sakes. Um, no. So I'm like, what the fuck is new with me? I no. this has been such a weird summer. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about this um, in the next segment. But this has been such a weird summer for me because I was so like in lockdown at the beginning of COVID um and obviously like lived or live alone um and i was just like craving like seeing people and like and, and being out with like friends and whatnot but obviously want to do that in a safe way so i feel like i'm trying to like get in as much like interaction with friends in a safe way um now because i'm like oh my gosh the the fall's coming and then the winter's coming and this is gonna be like this lockdown so uh, no, I've been making the most of my summer um, in Ottawa, which is where I am. And I'm doing a few little trips in um, uh, in September. I'm going to a cottage with my family. Um, I'm going camping in October. Um, and next week, I'm actually heading to Quebec City uh, mm. with a few friends. So doing some local things. That's fun. But uh, 
Yeah. You know, trying to make the most of it. You know, it's interesting because obviously, for those who are unaware, the border between Canada and the United States is closed. So Americans can't come here, but Canadians can fly into the United States. Um, Can't they fly into Canada? No, I don't believe so. Oh, see, I thought they. I thought it was just like the, the, what are they called? Like the land borders. Those were like closed. Like the physical but I, borders. Yeah, yeah, but I thought you could fly back and forth. I don't know. Maybe. As an American? No, I don't think Americans can come here. I, I don't no. know though. I mean, and no offense to any Americans, but just the way that this pandemic is being handled there, I don't think we should be, until things are under control. We, we, no. The, the differences are so are so illuminating in the way that their administ- the American administration has handled this and Canadian government has handled it, this, that I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> so, God, no. sorry. No, no. Um, anyway, I think but, all of that has led a lot of people to explore their own backyard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. quote unquote, yeah. Canada, which Stephanie, my best friend, and I have been doing the past couple of summers. So I'm like, great. Oh, now yeah, what are you going to do this year? Doing. We were supposed to be in the Yukon next week, so we had to cancel that trip because of all of this. But yeah, we were supposed to be hiking. But you know what? I actually feel we are. I think she's going to come up and visit me in September, actually. So okay, okay. I was going to say y'all should come to to Ottawa region and do some hiking here. I think that would be really fun. Some fun fall stuff. Let's talk about that. Let's take this offline as. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, we say a lot now. <laughs> Let's take this one offline. <laughs> I Fuck see you're sakes. a victim of the corporate Ugh, jargon. Yeah, it's no, I'm not. I'm not. I hate corporate jargon, and I hate Zoom calls. That's a whole other mm-hmm. topic. Um, but what I don't hate, Jess, is mm-hmm. the celebrity quiz. Oh, this has been. Oh, I've been waiting for this for so long. I've been waiting a, a quarter. This. All right, listen, I just want to let everyone know, full disclaimer, I haven't really been reading the news since I've been up here. Before I was like looking at the COVID numbers every day, reading everything that was going on in Toronto, and now I'm just like, meh, meditating. I'm doing a meditation challenge, so uh, I might be rusty. However, I oh still have God. every confidence in myself. Okay, good. Because... This, this person's been around for a while. Anyway, as I do every quarter, <laughs> I'll ask you, or I'll just, <laughs> like, what do I do here? Uh, I will give you three hints. Um, and then at the end of the podcast, right before we sign off, you can ask three questions about these hints and then ask or take three guesses on who the celebrity is. So, hint number one uh, this person played a TV reporter in a movie. Uh, hint two, their first appearance on film was in a music video. Um, and hint number three, this person won Mark Cherry's first choice to play a role on Desperate Housewives, but they couldn't commit to the role and therefore turned it down. Those aren't helpful hints at all. Good. Then you can ask three questions about them. Okay, sorry, what were the one. hints again? So, so they, they played a reporter... A TV reporter in a movie. TV uh, reporter in a movie, okay. Their first uh, appearance on film was in a music video. And they were 
Uh, Mark Cherry, who created Desperate Housewives, they were his first choice to play a role on the show, but they they couldn't do it, so they had to. Why couldn't they do it? I'm. You could ask that question later if you'd like. I was trying to trick you there, so you can't. That's, fine. that's not. You can't do that. You know what? You can't do that. That's not. I've, okay. I've had enough. Okay. Honestly, okay. I'm. <laughs> You've had enough I've, I've already. Had enough. I've had it's enough. It's been we, three months, and now you've already had I've enough. enough. I've had enough. Okay, let's take our first <laughs> break and get into this. More. I, I'm excited to talk about what's next. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. So. The pandemic has been <laughs> raging. Sorry, why are you laughing? I'm just laughing because it's like, so okay. the pandemic yeah. has been <laughs> raging. Raging on no, I agree, I agree. for months. Sorry. It's just, I can't believe that this is our world, you know. I know. I know. Um, but it's fine because we're all really lucky to be here in Canada. And then even at that, I feel like you and I are both super lucky to not have to make, you know, decisions like sending our kids to school or that sort mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the the summer is coming to an end. And I think we all kind of were able to take a deep breath and like chill for a bit this summer. Hopefully most of us. Yeah. Um, because you know the backyard hangouts became a thing you could finally see some of your people you could establish in ontario uh, the government recommended establishing Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. social bubble of up to 10 people that you would see regularly and whatnot however we all know that nobody follows the rules (laughs) or the or the advice or you know guidelines by public health officials or the government or whoever and so I'm just kind of curious because I think that we've come to a place now where this is not going to end anytime soon. And this is the new normal, which right, again, yeah. I cannot stand this term, but I'm like, okay, it, it is what it is, the new normal. And so I think that it's important to talk about how you navigate personal interactions yeah. at this time because... Yeah. What has your okay? What has your experience been like well, to date? As I was kind of saying um, a few minutes ago, there, like I at the beginning of this was so like I, I stayed in my uh, my condo. I like if I was going out, it would be for a walk or a run. Um, I would like wear a mask like through the hallway until I got outside. Um, I wasn't even like going to grocery stores. I was getting groceries delivered. Um, when mm-hmm. the groceries came, I'd be like wiping them down. I didn't see mm-hmm. friends or, or, or family. And I mean, family lives like five, six hours away. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was totally isolated. Um, and I was okay with it though. I'm like, this is smart. This is what needs to be done. Um, mm-hmm. but then, like you said, like with it being warmer and we could be outside, uh, and be in backyards or, or whatnot. Um, 
I don't know. I've definitely kind of relaxed a bit. Um, and yeah, I have been like closer to people. I've seen more friends. Um, so I don't know. My experience has been all over the place and I feel now I'm still wiping down my fucking groceries and I don't think you need to do that. I think that's been Are proven. you? I am. Yeah. But then okay. I'll go like sit on a patio. So yeah. who am I? What am I doing? Am I a fool? I don't think you are. You know what? Here's what I've kind of come to realize is that everybody, for the most part, is doing the best that they can. No, and they're not. I, no, they're not. Well, Everyone, no, it fucks that. People are being idiots. I like, oh my God. I think, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, I, I don't think people are doing the best that they can. Oh my God. Who do you follow okay, on I... Instagram? <laughs> When I say that, I mean <laughs> within their own within their own perspectives. Like there are some people who have no Get fear of this virus yeah. whatsoever, right? Yeah. And they're like, "Kate, this is the perspective that I have. I have no fear, and I don't and I don't care about anybody else. So this is the best I'm going to do, and it's whatever I do for myself. I it's." It's really frustrating because I feel that there are a lot of people like that right now. And just those months of lockdown are the, it's the reason we're able to have the limited freedoms that we have to socialize right now. But what has your experience been then? Like, so what are, and I guess I'm saying this because I, I, I still think I'm being careful. I don't think I'm being careless. I think I'll go like sit on a patio because I'm like, okay, and not just, there are some patios all avoid. I'll make sure that you're spaced out. Um, I'll make sure like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm very cautious of what like I, I order or get. Um, but I wouldn't go sit in a restaurant. Like I'm not, I don't want to do that. I don't want to yeah. go inside. I'm not going to the yeah. malls. I'm not going into mm-hmm. stores unless I need to get groceries. Interesting. But what's your, ex- okay. yeah, what's your experience? Um, you know, I'm still pretty risk averse. Like I don't yeah. want to put myself in any kind of situation, but also because of who I typically live with. I live with my cousin or husband right. and two kids. I love those children more than I love anything, right? So I would never want to jeopardize their health or safety. Um, so that's been a lot of what drives my own decision making. But at the same time, I think even I think that you kind of have to compare and contrast the benefits of and and this is what I mean about people are doing the best that they can. I don't think a lot of people can be isolated. I don't think they can. They need to be like doing their routines, seeing mm-hmm. their people, whether it's the right decision or not. That's up for debate, I guess. But, but I don't think I is... can do, the, uh, not to interrupt, sorry, but like, I don't think mm-hmm. I, like mentally, if I were to go this full time, if I were to go from March until now and not see anyone, I think I would be, I don't even, I can't imagine like what my mental state would be. But there's a way to do that responsibly, though. There's certain people uh, that are like going to house parties indoors. They're having multiple people. They're like large groups. Um, mm-hmm. They're... They're just giving zero fucks. They're not wearing masks. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that bothers me. Just try. It bothers. To, like, it bothers me to too. The right thing. But I think the only thing you control is yourself and the way that you interact with people, right? So I think 
Okay, so for example, I know that there were some people that I know who were going to have this dinner together. And um, there were some people who asked the question right away, will social distancing be possible? And the person who organized the dinner was like, what are you talking about? It's fine. And I was like, Oof, okay. And I was in, I was just kind of watching this all happen because I couldn't go because I'm here, right? So I'm like, right, right, right. I have an easy out. Like I don't have to make that decision. But I think what's happening now is like, people are either shame or shamed for their decision one way or another, right? So it's like, how do we navigate these interactions productively, calmly, and respectively? Uh, yeah. Respectfully, I, mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah. I hear you. I think, I think it's like you have to, you should ask those questions up front. I'm not comfortable not social distancing. Will social distancing be possible? If the answer is no, then I think the organizer or whoever isn't enabling social distancing to happen needs to respect and accept that that person won't want to be at that event. Right, right. Right? And I Where agree. I'm reading I think there's a way to do things. it respectfully. But I also think if I, if I had a friend and they're like, want to come over to my party, there's uh, 25 of us in my small apartment and we're drinking, I'd be like, fuck no. Are you, mm -hmm. are, why would you do this? Like, are, I, I would have no problem calling that out. But, and I'm not mm -hmm. trying to be like rude. I, I would just hope I would have that relationship with those people that I'd be like, this is insane. Have you had to call anyone out for ir no. irresponsible behavior? No. Okay. But I also, I, I think I surround myself with a really uh, top tier group of people. And so, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm joking. I was like, no. that's interesting. <laughs> no, I do. I, I'm I'm joking with that. I think though, like I've been very lucky that most of the people that I've uh, like hung out with, like are like, oh, like let's do something outside, or like let's go sit in a park, or let's like do a backyard thing. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. haven't been. Um, I don't know of any um, mm -hmm. any friends that are like, let's get together inside or mm -hmm. this or that. I don't know. I'm being harsh. I'm I'm joking. No, I know. And, but I get it, which I would also consider myself to be surrounded by top tier people. However, that has not been the experience for me. There's been a lot of people I know actually that I'm like, oh, am I the only one doing this? And I feel like I'm so lax compared to my cousin, for example, because she's, she is very, like she thinks about this all the time. I'm like, yeah. like I just continue to make the best decision. Maybe not, maybe not lax is not the right word, but she's more on high alert where I'm just like, this is just second nature now. I just don't go near people, but I don't make a big, not a big deal out of it, but I don't like, I just don't do it. I'm not, it's not a conversation for me. I'm just like, whatever, Yeah. you know? Well, here, okay, here's hard. another thing. So weddings, weddings are a huge thing like and i get it's difficult there's so much to consider with this um but i want to give a shout out to my friend uh ali who you met um so yeah. he was uh him and his partner sarah were supposed to get married this weekend um but they they you know postponed the wedding um it's been i i think they're doing it like next september or something i don't know um but they postponed it because they're like no like it's not fair to ask people to, to come to this 
under these conditions, like even if it is safe and even if we're doing things, how can we like ask people to do that? Because that puts them in a difficult spot. And I have so much respect for that because like, I, I, I've seen so many other weddings and stuff and people go like, how do you say no to going to someone's wedding? I think that's, mm-hmm. you're putting people in such a tough spot, but I get, there's a lot mm-hmm. to consider. I get like, mm-hmm. I don't know. What if you have to get married? What if like one of your family members isn't doing well and this could be the only time that they get to see you. Get mm-hmm. married. I don't know. There's a lot to consider is what I'm or saying. Or you're going to lose all the money you paid for it, which I'm, I've been reading about that too. There are so many factors yes. and that's why I think all of these decisions, they're not white or black decisions, right? It's mm-hmm. such a gray area. Yeah. Um, and I really feel that the only way to um, get out of this alive, <laughs> somewhat unscathed, is just to be open and honest with your comfort level with people and just say... Yeah. And, we have and to you know normalize that, though, because I think yes. people take it as being attacked. Yeah. Well, and I guess I'm not helping with everything I'm saying, but yeah. <laughs> well, you said it anyway. I'm just kidding. It's on the record. Um, Fuck. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And I think, you know, even just with parents having to make the decision to send their kids to school, I'm like, I am so glad I don't have to make that decision because I really oh, don't I know do. what I would do. Yeah. I don't know where part of me is like, all of this, we have to keep going. Like we can't wait for this to be over because it, it's not going to end anytime soon. It's just not sustainable. We have to find some kind of hybrid where we can be work safely, you know, go about our lives somewhat safely, and hopefully minimize the risk for yeah. for people. Mm-hmm. It's a really tough decision. I'm just really happy I don't have kids right now or anything like that. But and at the same time, like shout out to the parents that like have kids and are dealing with those i honestly don't know what i would do like that's mm-hmm. juggling uh like working for for those that are still working plus like taking care of your kids like they didn't get a break like no it's been they non-stop don't. they have no break they have no break yeah i know it's uh it sucks i'm like unfortunately like I'm, you know, for so long, I was like, I can't believe I'm not married yet. I don't have children. And now I'm like, thank God, because I don't think I, I don't, I wouldn't want to do this. I don't know anybody that does, but I just wouldn't want to. (laughs) It's a lot of work. But yeah, so I just was wondering, you know, your experience and perception of all of this. Um, And I really, I really feel the key to, again, is like consent at all stages like Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. this okay are you okay with this what's your comfort level and like not taking any of it personally and just respecting people's decisions whether you agree with them or not because again i know a lot of people that have made decisions that i personally would not have made and may or may not go against every recommendation like public health recommendation on the planet and i'm like okay but it this has nothing to do with me and it it is what it is like i guess i respect your decision like i i accept it and i'm just going to continue to do me you can't control everybody yeah you know that's fair it'll be interesting to see what happens as the colder weather arrives i'm a little bit nervous i'm nervous too well because everything's so easy to do right now because you can be outside you can dine outside, you can have a wedding outside, which I would just like to say, I did see a wedding happening a couple of weeks ago where during the day they were all like plopped 
like six feet apart and whatnot. But then at night when the reception happened and like that first ounce of booze was in the system, everybody was hugging and this and that. And I was like, oh boy, this is concerning. Like, why did you yeah. get social yeah. distance during the day? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and no one was wearing a mask. And I was like, well, Ugh. this is, it's kind of, yeah. Jeez. But you know, we'll maybe see I how get this plays in. Yeah, get a boat. Yeah. Let's go a, on a cruise. A no, no, no. What? Well, a, a cruise on my mini boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't that that'd be so much fun? Remember it, Breaker it would High? Be fun. It was a Canadian mm-hmm. TV show. They like it was high school on a, a boat. I mean, I guess that wouldn't work. Never mind. Um, but that'd be fun with like friends. Yeah. Cruising. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. So our tips for success to yeah. navigating this, it's be respectful, re- like ask for consent at all stages of the interaction and have a plan. Yeah. And that's it. And that's all you can do because yeah. people are going to do whatever they want. I want to know if anyone else has tips or thoughts on this mm-hmm. though, tweet at us at Trey Posh, at Chris Craigman, at now serving PC. PC standing for podcast. Um, Have you had someone come up and try to hug you yet that you didn't want to be hugged by? Oh, fuck. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have. And what did you do? Uh, I was kind of, I, well, I'm so awkward. You know, I don't like hugs anyways. So I was just kind of like, I was like, ah, like kind of like gave like a back pat and then like kind of, you know, leaped away a little bit. But the, I would do that before COVID. So yeah, <laughs> that's literally my reaction. Have you, so you've had that as well? You're a hugger. How do, how does that go for you? I'm a I am a hugger. Like I'm not really a hugger. I'm only a hugger for people that I care about. Mm-hmm. But you know, people are like, "Oh my god, I love you!" And you just met them. I'm like, "What?" I even before COVID, I was like, "Why are you touching me?" Um, I've had many people try to come up and hug me, and I've just been like, "Whoa, no, <laughs> COVID!" Like I'm just oh, good for you. And so you're you know, calling some it people, out. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, really? It's a fucking pandemic anyway. But this is what I mean. Like, don't make people feel bad for where they're at, you know? Yeah, fine. You're right. It is what it is. And like some people, look at Denny. He has like a a medical condition, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what if I had something like that that wasn't obvious Mm -hmm. to someone or I lived with someone with a condition? Like there are so many layers and things that I think people need to consider. It's not like, oh, I'm just doing this because the fucking government told me to do it. It's like, no, I have other people that are for whatever reasons they are. Yeah. And you know what? Quite frankly, the whole hugging thing and the whole idea of consent just needs to be woven into our culture point blank, like regardless of COVID or not, like you have Mm -hmm. to respect people's space and their, what they're comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that this is something we can learn from this experience and implement in all aspects of our society and interactions with or without COVID. I hear you. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Denny, I'm glad you brought him up. Uh, we've been chatting about we Denny. If you're listening, we should have you back on the podcast. I would love oh my God, to please. know what's going on with like the the film um, television industry right now, because mm-hmm. there's so much up in the air. Like so many shows and movies were like postponed because of COVID. What's award season going to look like this year? 
I think that'd be really cool. I bet he has uh, some interesting info. I'd love to, to chat about that. Wouldn't you? Of course mm. I would. I am obsessed with Denny. Like every all of the content he's posting on the on Instagram on the internet, I'm always like, yes, this is. He and I are think I think we're we're twin flames. I really do. Yeah. You you two are yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be so jealous, Chris. Okay, God. Oh, bye. It's cool. Yeah. No, I'm really happy. Just kidding. <laughs> uh yeah okay so yeah i think if if anyone else has tips send them uh, our way because i i want to i i'm open to hearing more thoughts on this i'm not just gonna like call people out and be rude about it that's not me Mm -hmm. pretty respectful Mm -hmm. yeah Mm mm-hmm But I think that also you can call people out and be rude about things too in some ways. I guess I'm just counteracting myself. No, no, no. If they're fully like doing something stupid or if it's someone I feel that you're close with, like a family member or friends where you have that Mm -hmm. relationship and you can be honest, like, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nip it. Anyway. Nip it. These are unprecedented times. What can I say? Yeah. Listen. I do have a treat for you, though. Okay. After the break. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm scared. I, I have a treat for you. It's a new game. Okay. Well, then I guess we'll be right We back. have to ease back into this. Okay. We can't, okay. Just, we can't just talk on and on and on. Okay. We okay. have to have a fun game. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. Okay. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. All right. Welcome back. Jess, I got to say something really quickly about Podbean there. So Podbean now, we use it to to host our podcast. Um, They have an app, like, so you can listen to podcasts, including ours on it. It was absolute shit for the longest time. Like, I would not have recommended their fucking app. It was so bad. It's great for hosting, which we use it for, but I wouldn't have recommended their app. Anyways, our dear friend, Jordan O'Neill, if you listen to the podcast, you know him. Um, he downloaded the Podbean app. They updated it. It looks really good. This isn't an ad, but it looks really good. Um, I downloaded it. I checked it out. It's actually really great. So if you need uh, an app for for listening to your podcast, um, would recommend the Podbean app for iOS and Android. How's that for a little fun, nice thing? Wow. Now give us a discount. (laughs) 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 i love it um so just yeah you said so there's uh okay there's a a a game or a a treat is is this what's going on oh my god so what's going on okay so (laughs) as you heard the word of the year is unprecedented If I had a nickel for every time I had to write unprecedented in a corporate communication, I'd be a goddamn millionaire by now, okay? Right. So, that being said, I thought it may be fun, fun, you know, to introduce the word of the week. 
I will tell you the word and it will probably be a word you haven't heard before because I'm so cultured and intelligent and you will have to guess. And you are not. I thought that's where you're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) You will have to uh, guess the spelling. It's like a little spelling bee. Okay. And uh, guess what it means. And if you guess it correctly... I don't know. Good for you. But if you don't, whatever, we'll just talk about what it means. And maybe this could be a way that we expand everyone's vocabulary to be. Okay. To be almost as good as my little cousin Felicity's. And she's only four. Okay. Fuck. (laughs) My, (sighs) my tiny landlord, not the tiniest, but. But one of. One of. Yes. All right, Hitty. Okay. I'm I'm actually really nervous about this. Are you ready for I, the word? I, no, but I hear, yeah. The word is latabule. <laughs> latabule. Lata latabule. Latabule. Lata latabule. Can you please spell the word, Chris? Latabule. Uh, latabule. Latabule or buell. Buell. So I'd say L A D A B U L E. Wrong. Fuck. Okay. Do, Do you have any idea what it means? Sorry, you only so, get one try. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. Lada. Lada Buell. Maybe there's like an H in it? Um, okay. Do I have. Um, Lada Latabule. Uh, and it relates to what's going on right now in the world? I mean, for some. For some. Um, does it mean um, like a, a reset? Maybe like a, a, a cultural <laughs> reset? That's an interesting suggestion but really? no it does not okay <laughs> um, how many guesses wait so i would say a cultural reset so no um what about um uh like a, a new perspective uh no um uh the the act of uh the act of kindness. No. Okay. No. Well, this no. Uh, listen. This didn't go well. It means a hiding place, a place of safety and comfort. So it means a cozy, safe, hidden away people. place. One where a soul can cocoon themselves and find comfort and solace. A lot of buell is a necessity if one is to keep their sanity intact and their heart strong. Like a blanket or fort, a whimsically draped tent, one filled with plump pillows and lush blankets. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. So it it just resonated with me. It resonated with me. Are you in your latibule right now? I'm in a latibule right now, and the the spelling is L A T I B U L E. Latibule. Oh. Um, 
Latibule. Yes. Okay. So that's where I am in Killarney, Ontario, in a cozy, Latibule. safe, hidden away place. And it's very fitting because it's raining today. Mm. And I'm just kind of inside, like watching the storm over the lake. And it's just all very comforting and eat, pray, love, and you oh. know, the whole thing. Well, hopefully, you're staying nice and warm and dry in your fucking Latibule. Yeah, well, it means a cozy, safe, hidden away place. So, well, yes, so- I am. <laughs> Maybe I'll use that in an Instagram caption later this week. <laughs> oh, this is too much. It's so it's a latibule is not like a. It's more something emotional. It's like, a it's, hiding place. But like, it's not like it's not like I can go on <laughs> can't watch like House Hunters latibules. Like <laughs> no, it's no. I don't think it's like. It's not like a bungalow, Chris. It's <laughs> it's, it's that style of house. So it's a latibule. I think it could even be like if you burritoed yourself in a nice blanket, that could be a latibule. So there's a range. So it could be like a anywhere from mm-hmm. a, a blanket or a pillow yeah, she's to got a range to a glamorous five star wilderness resort nestled on the north shore of Georgian Bay. Okay, <laughs> so shout out. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, well, fuck. Don't mm-hmm. know what I, I learned something new on this this warm mm-hmm. Sunday. Okay. Well, in uh, in the in the spirit of, of games, Jess, you have a, a quiz to try to solve here. So let's see how this goes. I'll repeat the hints again here. So the hints are: this person played a TV reporter in a movie. Uh, their first appearance on film was in a music video. And this person was Mark Cherry's first choice to play a role on Desperate Housewives, uh, but they, they couldn't do it. Could not. I have do no it. idea. I don't even know where to begin. Oh, I guess God. my first question would be: Is it are they male or female? They're a woman. Okay, um, it's not helping at all. I'm trying to think of who is a TV reporter um, on a movie. Yeah. Not to give a hint, but it, it, I feel like it kind of ties into mm. things now. What things? Is that what a question? Now? Is that a question? Oh, is it Lori Lachlan? Is that, is, that is, is that a guess? That's a guess. Uh, so you said. Is that how you mm, pronounce her name? It's not Lori Lachlan. Yeah, the I think one it is Lori that Lachlan. just got arrested. Yeah, it's not her. It's not her. No. Okay. For those who may not know, she was asked. She has to do time in prison for cheating, getting her kids into college, whatever. And it's some kind of bullshit sentence that only fabulous rich white people get. Anyway, okay. Um, TV reporter. I have no idea. Okay. I need another hint, please. And I don't even know what hint to ask for. Okay, I can give a hint. Uh, okay, thank you. But In exchange for a question, let's yeah, do it. Does that work? Okay. So I will say that the, they were a TV reporter in um, a movie that's kind of... It's a good fall movie. Heading into the kind of spooky time of year. What? 
Is it Sherry or Terry? <laughs> it's not Sherry or Terry. <laughs> you may recall in the movie Scary Movie, she was the reporter. <laughs> yes, I, I know. <laughs> it's not. It's not um, Sherry or Terry. Okay. I love Sherry O'Terry. I was thinking about, uh, like, she's hilarious. Uh, and Molly Shannon. Oh, my God. Do you remember watching the best of Molly Shannon, her SNL skits? Oh, my God. Honestly, she's fantastic. And speaking of Tyler and I, our friendship movie is Superstar, so she's starring Molly Shannon and Will Ferrell, which is, in my opinion, one of the greatest movies ever made because it's so funny. Remember when she makes it with the tree? Yes. <laughs> I do. I do recall. Um, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. So you guess Lori, Sherry. Yeah. Uh, um, I can give one other hint. Okay. That would be Actually, helpful. Actually, no, I'm kind of worried. Okay. I will say this. Okay. Whatever. Um, you were really close with Sherry O'Terry. What the fuck does that mean? Okay. Is this person a former SNL cast member? Uh, no. Oh. I have no idea. Honestly, so you I get one I'm more guess at the, at the celebrity. Okay. Desperate Housewives, Sherry O'Terry. I'm thinking like. So they weren't on Desperate Housewives, though, but okay. they were like. And they were a reporter in a movie. I have no idea. Okay. Do you, do you give up? I do. Okay. Um, I'm actually, I'm really, really shocked that I, I've been able to, to stump you here, but... Oh, con- no! congratulations. No! <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. So, Jess, you were really, really close. It was... Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they played... Sherry O'Terry basically parodied this character on Scary Movie. Really? Yes. <laughs> I can't remember so, how the actual scream goes. So it's Scream. <laughs> Courtney Cox played uh, a TV uh, reporter in Scream. That's right. And she there's a did. new Scream coming out. Their uh, oh, their pre-production, I believe. I uh, can't wait. You know what? The temperature has already dropped up here. Like, I've just looked at the forecast for the next week, and it's supposed to be, like, 19 every day, going down to, like, 10. You love the fall. So, oh, I do. I am such a basic bee when it comes to the fall. <laughs> I can't wait to, for this place to be in Falls full, on. yeah, pumpkin spice glory. Um, yeah. Amazing. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. And you better fucking believe... <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay, that was good though. So I get. Good. I, yeah. This is really good. Just I think this is what is this three or four? We're almost at a hundred episodes. Although we didn't do the celebrity mm-hmm. quiz at the beginning, mm-hmm. but we've done at least fifty of the episodes. Let's say um, mm-hmm. you've guessed them all except I think like three five. or four. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I know you're still winning. Like you, I, I can't fool you. I simply Thank can't. You. Except today. Up today, yeah. Like I said, I'm rusty, so yeah. it won't happen again. Don't worry. That's all right. Anyway, I did. I, well, I needed one. I needed one. It's 
fine. It's my charitable act for the month. <laughs> um, it would appear our cup has runneth over with tea. <laughs> There's going to be a lot. <laughs> There's going to be a lot more tea happening, and we're committed to uh, spilling more and more tea each and every week going yes. forward. Because yes. I have my mic with me, and you know, summer's over. And this is—it's so much fun to do. It is. It's honestly it is. such a Sunday treat. It is. It really is. Super Soul Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So listen, our cup is runneth over with tea, but don't worry, we'll be back next week with a full pot boiling <laughs> the kettle will be on and our cups will be empty then so listen join us Ooh. next week for more tea he's <laughs> serving serving it up hot and fresh <laughs> Fuck you know what have a, have a good week everyone we want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.